0: Hello, and you're very welcome to the Turn End podcast. It's season two, episode 38. Well, in a week where we, it was meant to be a test of character for this Dundalk team, they've gone the whole way to Bally Buffet and returning with three points. To go through the game tonight, we have Pingu in the limo. Pingu, you're welcome back.
1: How's it going, Chris?
0: And Gally's here too. Gally, how are you? Evening, boys. How things? But I think the best thing to say about tonight's victory was that we've got the three points and we're heading back down the road am I right
1: I think the best thing to say about tonight is it was 2-1 so my prediction came true for only the (laughs) third time this season but uh yeah I think the commentators at the end of the match said that you know it's at at this stage it's not about uh it's, it's not about the performances as much as it is about just grinding out those results and it looked in that second half and it sounded in that second half like we were going down that road again that has been all, all too familiar, especially away from home this year. So, to, to go back down from Donegal with a, with all three points is definitely yeah. a, a plus.
0: Yeah, Gally. I, I, in the pre-match um, notes, I suppose, from the club this week, you know, Andy Boyle had said it was a real test of character to see how this team would respond to that defeat. And and they said that, you know, they'd that they would have a positive reaction and they've, and they've reacted well in training all week. That can all be good, but it's when it comes to match day and those 90 minutes that really matters, isn't it? and it did count tonight.
2: Yeah, I mean, like we said it here last week, there's probably no, you know, there's plenty of tough teams in the league, but there's probably no bigger, tough or a, a, a tougher test to up the Bali Buffet on a Friday night. Um, you know, we, we talked here last week, you yourself and Donald, and you know, I didn't I didn't know if they'd get the win tonight. I mean,
0: you know, I look back, we, we, we said this would be the one that we could. Oh. We could slip up on and maybe only get a point out of tonight so we're we're, we're two points ahead of our prediction oh,
2: absolutely yeah it's, like it's and look it's we'll get into the game and i mentioned i don't know if it's i don't know if it's it, look it's a fantastic one i don't know if it's the commentary or it's just the, 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 the jesus it was it a is. droll affair. i don't know if that's just maybe maybe if you're at the match it's different look it's a fantastic win it's a badly needed win mm. it's um i mean you're probably going to look back at it like we said it probably for the last couple of weeks but it's probably going to be one of the biggest wins of the season you know hopefully when we look back in a couple of weeks it's going to be a, a vital vital win and obviously look it hasn't gone our way up up down the road for it, but, um yeah look it's it's three points it's that simple it's three points we'll, we'll take them every week you know like you know, there's no point in playing well and coming out with draws every week you know you gotta you gotta get points on the board and look, road or luck look, maybe at the, at the end you're, you know that when that five minutes went up i think you're all in a panic but mm.
0: um, yeah look three points fantastic three points absolutely suppose well, the other thing is, of course, we've got to win tonight, so we can we can finally do our man in a match competition again. Pingu, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I suppose, just before we get into the game, three changes in the squad tonight, Dave McMillan back up front, I think that's probably that leadership is, is exactly what was needed tonight in, in kind of from a, from a front to back sort of way. Uh, Rune Hoega come back in on the right-hand side, but then Lewis Macari, as one of the two centre backs tonight was probably the, the real um surprise choice.
1: Yeah, I think look people people have been calling for that and obviously I haven't been on the podcast the last couple of weeks, but when we've been in our group chat we, we've we've kind of discussed why was McCarry ever dropped in the first place. You know, it's mm. I, I know John Mountain he's a great servant to the club. He had something different, but For me there's probably at least two on the on the mid or on the back line that probably could have been dropped ahead of him you know he he was probably one of our or probably our most consistent defender all season you know so it was great to see him back in there um and play at center half because again you know it's been discussed the lack of pace at the back especially with the i don't want to bring it up because i think ever since i've missed there's been all this discussion about the high line so you know we're at this point where you don't mention the high line you know but uh, I think him having a little bit of pace at the back certainly helps with the the style of play that the skip wants um wants us to play, um, but yeah I think I think that was good. It was great to see. Uh, I'm not going to butcher his name. Hoga, Hoga. Uh, run- okay, yeah. Run- yeah, it was great to see him uh, getting a run out because I think he played well two weeks ago and then he didn't start last week. You know, so mm-hmm. it's good to see him back in. And as you say, you know. Davey, Davey coming in just brings experience. He brings that leadership. I, I think uh, the lads were saying because I was listening on LMFM that Ryan O'Kane was only four when David Miller made his debut in the league. you oh, know? So, um, so, so we Did all I feel old. At the, we all feel old. Yeah, I, I don't know. That might only be in jest, but um, but yeah, it wouldn't. It kind of works out. But two thousand and eight was when he made his debut, so he's probably be, about between four and six. You know what I mean? So, wow. Um, so having him in there definitely helps. I mean, look, he he's got his own limitations too, but it was just good to see Skip actually freshen things up because things obviously the last few weeks haven't haven't been working. So it's uh, yeah, it was good. But for me, probably the, the most important call he had was putting McCarry back in the team. I think that had to happen. Um, re- regardless of Greg Sloggett's injury, I know he moved bone up into midfield. Yeah. I just think, I I just I, like again, I haven't been able to even watch the games the last couple of weeks. Um. But I was I was texting Donald last week, I was like, What did McCarry actually do to get dropped? And there's no answer for it, so it, no. it, it's great to see him back in, you know. Yeah, Gally,
0: and and you know, we did mention it kind of last week as well on the Davy Mack Martin kind of, you know, who who would you pick kind of up front? And I, I think we just needed that leadership from him.
2: Yeah, what do we know? We were talking about Davy Mack being a little bit I think we were talking last week about his you know, whether John Martin would be the natural replacement for Pat Hoogin, but yeah, look, that was, I think was well mentioned on Twitter as well, having that, it, it's it's not even it's, it's not so much the focus, it's having that little bit of experience against against the backline of Finn Harps, you do need players like that, I mean yeah. you know, look, we, we talked with Pat, you been missing, but you, when you've got somebody with experience of, of David McMillan playing against, like, Finn Harps, or look, I know they're down the rock bottom but they're such a tough team to play against, it's ironic considering where they are in the league, but they've been that team for everybody, you know, they're such a they've got one or two players that have without being disrespectful or above the level that they're playing there, they'll probably find themselves down there and you know, whatever, offer a contract but they yeah. won't be there for too long, there's some fantastic football, he has this habit of showing them out but as a group, you kind of know what you're going to get with them and I think Davy Mack with the experience that he has you know, over John Martin it, it, it's already having the pace that John has but for me last week in particular, he just didn't, he didn't get into the game like we needed it and the the look and the only option really was Davy Mack. We talked about you know Mountney going out right and maybe O'Kane playing as a false nine, but against teams like Finn Harps, that doesn't really work because yeah. they make it so tough for you. Like if you're not physically up for it, if you ha- if you haven't got that physical presence against a team like that, they'll eat you alive. I mean, it, 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 they'll slowly just chip away at you. That's what that's why it's such a panic when that five minute board went up. There's no worse team to get five minutes injury time. Yeah. tops. <laughs> And it's only for Sean Boyd's not there anymore. You're expecting him to pop up off the dugout (laughs) there at one stage. But, uh, yeah, having Davey back and a good good run out from a good game, you know, not just coming Mm -hmm. off the bench and kind of, you know, making up the numbers, I suppose, really getting stuck in and and taking advantage of it. Yeah, it's massive going into the last few matches, massive.
0: Yeah, look, I think um, we'd be probably doing everyone a a small disservice if, you know, just before we get into the game, we didn't talk about the the online programme that's available tonight. um, Yeah by Finn Harps, you know, which is helping raise money for the victims of the uh, awful tragedy there in Kreisla, um in Donegal this time last week. You know, a moment's silence before, there was a wreath laid by Dunlop FC as well today. So you know, it's it was it, it's, it's a fantastic idea and the digital program we'd recommend anybody, you know, who hasn't got it, just you jump online, it's only three euro for it as well, but I'd say that the money goes um, to a very worthy cause. And um, Pingu, I suppose, then into the game itself, it's, it, it's it's a slog at the start. It's, you know, no one's given an inch. Alfie Lewis finds a small little gap and kind of pings one, which comes off the post. But it's probably, you know, we'll say he meant it, Bakari, for, for for the opener. It's <laughs> it, it's one of them. We, we've been talking about free kicks for, for Dundalk and, and not getting... The advantage in and, and not really using them as well. But another thing that's been probably very disappointing this year is 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 the second ball, and we haven't used that second ball this time. The header comes out from the free kick, comes back into Makari. Does he swing it at goal, or is he just swinging it back into the box? Who cares? It's in the back of the net.
1: Yeah, no, I'd say he probably swung to have a shot, but I don't think the ball went in the direction he actually meant it, meant it to go in. But luckily for us, it did. You know, um yeah, watching it back, I mean, when you think back to John Martin's epic goal at Bohemians, and I, I think uh, this one from from Lewis is definitely up there with the goal of the season contenders, you know, there was, <laughs> there was definitely there was no stopping that ball. Um, but look, I, I I think in fairness, you know, how many times throughout this year or throughout the years have we had luck go against us, and we've had those shitty mm-hmm. shitty goals, you know, that, that cost us a game. Um, even just going back to last week, like conceding so late, that was just a sick knock. Yeah. So it's it's nice to get a jammy goal. It felt it felt for years like Dundalk never get that and they're coming along they're coming along by the handful now this season, you know. But um look it was it was you have to be there, don't you? And he, he hit the ball whether he meant to cross it, or whether he went to shoot it, went towards goal and it went in. So uh, I think he's gonna tell everybody it was a goal. So uh, or he meant he meant to score it. So uh, look at We'll take we'll take any of them at this point if it, if it leads to a win and it leads to a two one where I get my prediction right then all all good so Lewis I'm putting this in early in case I have to get off Lewis McCarry's my pick the man of the match because uh because of the two one close closely flo- followed by uh was it McMillan but it wasn't McMillan that scored the second one it was uh, actually no, no goal uh, but well, if he, it,
0: it's because he's there it happens we, we we'll get into that in a second uh, right. look Gally I suppose. Like like um, like we just mentioned there, you know, McCarry he kind of has to take his chance when it when it comes to him, and you know it'll be whether or why he was dropped and stuff like that. But all you can do is get in and play and to to score it's it's even better than again.
2: Yeah, you could you couldn't make it up. I mean, we were we were wondering last week why he wasn't playing, and you know, look not that John, not that Mountney has come in and done anything wrong. It's just you know you'd expect McCarry maybe with. the, with the probably with the, with the more, I don't want to say more experience, but, you know, at the start of the season, because John's been injured, John and League of Ireland got, got the edge on him, but, McCarry mm. hasn't really done anything wrong. Yeah, look at everybody's had dodgy games, but, not to Warren probably sitting on the bench, but, like, to come on tonight and score, and, look at we say, he meant it, it's like, it's probably the only place the ball can go that creates that, like the, like, the panic, I don't know if the ball's in slow motion or the commentators' voices have just slowed that game down completely, but, <laughs> There was no, like, it, it could have hung in the air. I felt like it hung in the air for 20 minutes, but it, like, look, it's a goal to goal. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, come on. I, I don't want to say he, he kind of, it was one up to the gaffer for not playing him, but look, you come on, you do the job, you get a goal. You can't, you can't really, and look, and Pink is right. He's had a solid game regardless of the goal. He's been, he, he had a solid match, probably one of his better matches over the last couple of months, but you know, to come on and score whatever kind of goal you're getting, I mean, that's you're you delighted with it simply because he's probably been unfairly put on the bench. Look, Steve's got his own tactics. What yeah. a, who are we to be talking about it? But you know, look, you'll take them. We Yeah, we'll take we'll take a season of them. I mean, like the, the, like you said, we've had no luck. I mean, the last we've been not conceding dodgy goals, but last minute goals. You know, games we should have won, and you know, you got to grind some games out and. Uh, I actually thought it'd be an onslaught after that i know it was a dodgy goal to get but i actually thought we'd maybe hit, hit them for three or four but look you'll, you'll take goals like that any night of the week you said it many a time chris last minute own goals off the arse for a striker we'll take we'll take it at any minute of the game and yeah. look it's they've, they've they've probably earned over the last couple of weeks just being unlucky and yeah absolutely look it's a wonder strike it's up for, it's up for
0: a yeah <laughs> Yeah. Look, and if we if we thought that was fortuitous, um I suppose the, the timing, if nothing else, finger it reminded me of of the draw of the match as well. That, you know, Ollie's probably thinking, right, let's just get in at half time, one nil down, and we'll, we'll find a way to get back into this game. But the conceded scrappy OG, you know, two minutes before half time, he's gotta be raging at that because of the importance of I suppose every point and every goal to to Finn um, Harps no more than ourselves as well, but for for Dundalk it's probably the most undone dog thing to do to to get themselves into a two goal lead just before half time, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it is. It's it's again, it's not something we've seen too often, especially in the last you know couple of months anyway, where we've there's, there's been that dip in form. But you, you kind of hit the nail on the head there, where you go in a half time and at one nil you're still in a, a two nil right before half time. It's like how the fuck do we come back from this? You know what I mean. Like that's probably the way Ollie was saying it. But uh, tonight I don't care. But Ollie don't care what he's thinking. It's I'm sure Stevie was going in delighted, you know, because you're you're going in with a two goal cushion and yeah, uh, it is more difficult because the kind of say when you go turn it up the first five minutes after that is the most dangerous part of it, and there's a fifteen minute gap or a seventeen minute gap before they get a chance to score again. You know, uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, I think I think it was perfect timing, you know, for, for one and just put them under a little bit of uh put them in, put them under the, under the caution they have to come out fighting and you know and and they did and they did in the second half you know they put us under pressure for long spells but look I'm just delighted we saw it out because I think everybody even when they went and I know we we'll talk about their goal in a little bit but when it went 2-1 I think everybody was kind of like oh here we go again and to be able to see it out it just, it's just it's a complete different feeling to last week isn't it
0: yeah yeah and, and gally we, we you mentioned you know fortune this this year um for for the dundalk and you know this this goal is just one of them we, we like i say we, we probably got luck on the double the, uh, on the double today it's everyone knows you're waiting on the bus and then two come along and um, look it, it's a great ball in i think um by your hero i mean Ryan kane <laughs> 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 you know, it, it's delivered into a dangerous area, the keeper pulls off a good save and it's, it's just due to hard work and everything by Dave McMillan, he's on his arse yet he's still sticking his foot up, annoying the defender that it looks like he yeah. just hoops the defender's foot onto the ball and straight into the, into the corner, Nothing the keeper can do, he's already on the floor at that stage. I don't think John Martin probably is that as industrial if you know what I mean, to keep hammering at the defender, look for it. That's Davy Mac. It's like the ball's not gone yet. I'm going to keep going for it and harassing the defender and ends up making making them make that mistake. And then the ball's in the net and we're 2 0 up, isn't it?
2: Yeah, you talk the words out of your mouth. Like that's like that and that's the difference. That's what Davey will give you, along with Pat Hooban, I suppose. Like even, even if we go, even if it's a midfielder there, an experienced midfielder centre half, whereas John wouldn't have that little bit of nouse about him to kind of hassle the centre half probably not not been scared off the ball but like, like you know we've mentioned finn harps and their strengths and they're a tough team to deal with but davy mack has that little bit of experience and look it's a great ball in by the child it's a you know he's like he, we talk about his pen the penalty incident later on but um another another crack another cracking ball in from himself his set pieces are top class i mean we mentioned wardies early in the season and stuff like that but this guy has us in abundance um but yeah it's, it's just it's just pure persistence pure persistence most not most strikers, you know, experienced strikers would kind of hang around, but Davey Max probably that determined to get goals now. He, he he wants to show up, not that he doesn't, but he wants to kind of come in there with Pat being out and just give it 100% and, you know, not have us whinging about the lack of a striker on, 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 on match days when we're talking on this show. Um, But yeah, look, that, that's exactly what he gives you, that little bit of, I don't know if the word's experience, but that, you know, that familiarity. I mean, he's been doing that for years. You know, like he might have lost a bit of pace over the year, but he's got that. It's still all upstairs. And whereas John, like you said, Chris, John Martin, maybe not. Maybe kind of would have left that goal, let it go to the center half, and they just cleared their lines. But like we'd have to mention as well. You said it—the the save from the goalkeeper. He must be absolutely kicking himself. It's a fantastic save. Yeah. And then for for just a drop wrong for, for him, one well, right for us, but wrong for him. But yeah, we'd have to mention the save as well. Fantastic. But yeah, look. We'll Davy Mack will take it all day. I haven't seen. I actually. I didn't see the replay of it. I don't know how much of a of an issue it was with the two boys touching it. But um, no. Look, two pussies. will take. <laughs> they, they, they could. They could be. They could be the most vital goals of the season. I know it hasn't gone our way in Dublin, up and in, in core but yeah. Um, yeah. Look, fantastic. That's what he gives you. That's that little bit. I look. We kind of mentioned last or a couple of weeks but John Martin could be the answer with a bit of pace. Hmm. But games like that, you kind of need people who are going to grind it out for you. Andy Boyle tonight as well. You know, you know, old school, that kind of experience counted for everything tonight. Whereas we've been panning in the most of the season. You know, they've come in tonight and they've been excellent.
0: And Davey Mack no better, you know, to be there on the spot. Yeah, Bingo. Like, I mean, I, I think for people like Davy Mack and, you know, to a certain extent, Hoobin as well and stuff like that, you, you know, you talk about striker's instinct and just being there at the right time where you, you think the ball is going to land or, whether it's just been, you know, being in that position so many times, he knows just not to give up. That although the keeper saved it, you got to still throw your body on the line and just, just, and uh, look, it's him just being a menace to defender that the ball's in there. But that's, you know, part of Davy Mack's game, isn't it? Like we've seen him, you know, in European stage and 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 league cup matches and everything. He, he just has a habit of always being there at, at the right time for us, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, and he always has big moments for the club, doesn't he? And you know, tonight may not be on the scale of a European game or whatever, but it's a, it's a, it, as Gally said, it could be a pivotal moment for the club and yeah. um for our season. So, it it for me, it boils down to experience, and and I would say that's probably what Skip's decision making is in having Mountney start the last couple of weeks too. You know, it's 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 no slight against uh Lewis McCary. It's it's just Mountney has the experience of being in these situations before. You know, so. Um, for the likes of him and Davey especially with the with Pat out and you know as as has been said and as has been slagged all year even though I've been very uh, complimentary of him this season you know the loss of the loss of Pat Hoobin and I haven't had a chance really to say it the last couple of weeks but the loss of him and the loss of of even he who shall not be named up in Derry has been pivotal to the kind of the, the downturn in our season has happened from the loss of both of them one through injury and one obviously got recalled from loan um, So, again, you know, tonight in a game where everything has been going wrong the last few weeks, it could have Mm. so easily gone wrong again. I think having McMillan on to get that second goal, as you say, just to chase it down and whether he got the final touch, whether it's awarded as an own goal or not, as you say, probably would just due to the lack of experience, if John Martin was on, he might not have chased that ball down in the the same vein that that Davey did.
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i mean just jason crawley coming in there just you know maybe mcmillan had a point to prove a bit like mccurry tonight as well you know put in a pure class very professional and in in heavy work tonight and i think that's just davy mack though that pure class and professional is exactly how you would describe davy mack isn't it
1: absolutely and i think you know one of the big things for me is the supporters haven't been clamoring for davy to come in either like it's not a case of you know, Pat's out. Let's just get Davy straight in. I think a lot of people wanted to see John Martin because he, he's impressed off the bench this season, and you know Davy hasn't got as much of a look in probably as he wanted. So, I think it is it, it's a point to prove for him. So, um yeah, I think it's looking for me. I think I think it was a, it was a great call by Skip, and he's come under a lot of criticism. And as I say, if if it had been a different result, I'd a few things to say about the last few weeks myself. But I'll, I'll not uh, I'll not dampen the mood tonight, you know. But I, I think um. I think in terms of a selection, he got a spot on tonight.
0: Yeah, look, Pingu, we're just going to skip ahead to to Finn Harp's um, goal that they pulled back because I know you're um, tight enough for time tonight. Knowing that the game had finished um, for ourselves, I suppose from the fans, knowing that the game had finished in Richmond Park 3-1, they, you know, we were looking at goal difference now going, right, well, we had two goals at that stage. And we, it was important Robbie to try to keep a clean sheet, but the pressure was coming on. Disappointing to concede a goal like that right near the end, isn't it?
1: It is, yeah. And it's the it's the manner of it too, because it's it's one where when balls come in the box like that, you know, certain coaches will tell you to go man for man in those situations, or you goes on and mark, and, and neither of those happened. He just let all the Dundalk players all push to the front of the the front of the goal. He just took two steps back and had a free header at the back post. You know, it was. Mm-hmm. Again, not to, not to be overly critical on a night like tonight, but that's just farcical defending. You know, for me, yeah. it's very, very. It was a 2v1
0: post, too, wasn't
1: it? I think it ended up 2v1. I think there was someone who came in late for, for Harps mm. as well. But I mean, it just. watch If you watch back the replay, how everybody just steps up and he just takes a couple of steps back and he's got. I mean, he had all day to pick out where he wanted to head that ball. And in fairness yeah. to shepherd though, when you watch it back, he almost got a hand. Or I think he did yeah. get a hand to it. You know, yeah. he almost Yeah. He almost did. But. um. Look at again. I can be very, very critical about the defending in that in that scenario, but I think up until that point Harps had a lot of pressure on us, and we we dealt with it. You know, so when you're under pressure, the chances are you're going to you are going to concede one. Just thankfully, we had that two goal cushion, and as I said, the most important part tonight is just that we got three points. We saw it out and and managed to managed to hold on to the win.
0: Yeah, Gally, and I think you know just before that we we'd obviously seen uh, Runa Hoga go off. Robbie Benson come in, the McMillan probably had just run himself into the ground, changed up for um, John Martin at that stage then as well. And I think as our subs came in, they probably didn't either just take to the pace of the game because it, it definitely seemed like Harps had upped the pace on it. You know, the throw-ins were going very quick. Every free kick was trying to be moved quicker. It was all about the quickening of the pace in that game. And, and, and it just kind of told near the end for us. But, for, for the majority of the match, I thought we were quite good. We contained them, and it was good marching. You've already mentioned, you know, Andy Boyle probably had one of his better games mm. tonight for us as well. But it was just unfortunate to concede at the end because you know just to have the point and and, and a two goal um, advantage in, in the goal difference as well. Just in case it came down to that, we don't want yeah,
1: what. You do, and you so. can't
2: be and you can't overestimate the conceding a goal like that, like you say in the goal difference. Like, mm. I mean you'd like to think it doesn't come down to that but with Pat's you know by the sounds of the game in in Dublin Pat's thumped balls tonight it should have been a bit more than what it was Um, but yeah look for me like it's probably the first time all season where we looked you know we were talking about the subs coming on they came into a comfortable game I thought we looked really comfortable like like I mentioned the the comms like the game just didn't seem I don't know if it's the sound or it just didn't seem it was going anywhere like we were comfortable at 2-0 Maybe that's an excuse. Well, it's not an excuse, but like Pingo was saying, the defense, the boys kind of napping. Maybe they just thought, look, there's no pressure here. There's not. There's nothing coming in. But for me, Finhabs do exactly what Finhabs done in the second half. They go at you. You know, they run you down. They're strong. They've one or two really, really accomplished footballers. But for me, this it's probably the most comfortable we've looked. Mm-hmm. Without being arrogant, over it. I, I thought we I thought we looked really solid. The, the subs have come on to a game. Not that, not that the dog had it run away with it, but it, it's one of those games that you come on just to fill you're, you're there to fill the gap really more than anything else, you're not really brought on to change it. For me, we I, I don't I think 2 0 was enough. I don't think we were going to we were never going to add subs to the game and get three or four unless we no. kicked on from the goal early on from a carry. But yeah, look, the subs had not that they did little or no impact, but it was one of those games where they come on and just repeat what the boys that come off the field have done. They didn't really have to add anything to it. It's just a yeah. sloppy, like Pingu was saying, it's a sloppy piece of defending from us. And it's probably really the only foot we put wrong the whole night. They know yeah. what they're going to get with Finn Half. It's pressure. Not from the first minute, but like they've come up against us last year and hammered us for 90 minutes last season in one of the games. Um, but yeah, look, I think it's probably, the, like I say, it's the first time we come on. I thought we were very, very comfortable. And I think the subs coming on, have just added, kind of just added and just complimented
0: what we were doing before that, you know yeah uh, as i said bingo i know you're and um, stuck for time and um, today so um just before you go i suppose last show we did a little chat about our running and, and where we think we're going to pull points and where pats might drop the points on this i'd like to get your um your input i suppose on what what you think obviously bow's next for us at home and and then um, pats have to go to talent to play Shamrock Rovers, could this be the, the, the pivotal game? Could we get this gap back to four again?
1: It's funny you mention that, Chris. I've my cork board right here beside me with uh, with my red string there and all the different permutations. Um, <laughs> no, I I think I put in the group chat after I listened to last week's episode. Great show, by the way, lads. But I think uh, after I listened to, he did a great actually, show. He did I,
2: say a great show last week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> great show, shit shit match, great show. Um, but no, I. I think um, I actually I think I put in the group chat that I think this coming week against Sligo, I, I feel like that this is a potential bananas game because Sligo can be very very good when they want to be, you know, like Sligo for me, if they were consistent, they are a top three, top yeah. four side, you know, they're just they they don't have that level of consistency. So, I I'd be happy enough to take a draw at this point against Sligo next week and um. Maybe not happy. I would take a draw next week. I don't know if I'd be happy about it, but um, I'd take a draw next week. I'd like to see us get a win. Um, And I'm I'm hoping Rovers do us a favor. I mean, Rovers are just like trotting along, aren't they? You know, like they've put put zero effort into Europe to try and go win a league where I don't know, it it shows a little bit of lack of ambition for me, but hopefully they're ambitious for the league next (laughs) week. Beat parts five nil. <laughs>
0: we mentioned it. it's probably you know Sligo hold quite a key in what's going to happen here. I mean we've we secured top four now, and it would seem that that's you know in the bank. But that might not count for anything unless Derry obviously win win the cup. So with us playing and um, Sligo at home on Friday, the following week and um, Pat's go to Sligo.
1: Yeah, I think I think again. I think either in the group, one of the big things for me is we play Bowes on the Friday night, um, so we could potentially be either four or five points clear of them by the day, by the time that they, they play Sligo, because Sligo play at home on a Saturday. So you would hope we're at least at least four points ahead of them at that point, and put all the pressure like all the pressure on them. They have to win that game at that point. So. Um, that would be that would be the ideal scenario. Would be that we may maybe have five five points or five, even could be more than that. You know, but um, or could it be more? No, probably won't be. But
0: well, it depends on, on you know yeah. if we get a victory, I suppose against Sligo at home, and and they were to lose in Talla, we get it to four, and then before they start that game, yeah, we we potentially could be it could
1: be, it could be game over at that stage. It could be yeah. game over as well, you know. But I I'm just um I'm very um. Like I, that game next week worries me probably more than anything. I think the game against Bose, I'd, I'd be confident in, a, in getting a result against them. Um, like they don't seem like they're they're going at any uh, at any great fury at the minute. But um, I'm definitely uh definitely worried about Sligo. But I, I worry for Pat's against Sligo too. You know.
0: And hmm. um, that's the thing. Well, look, you're right. Or, you're right. You're telling someone that they're awesome or something. <laughs> Um, do we need to let you go
1: yeah no i can stay on hold on i'm going to turn off my camera because i have to drive um but i'll all stay right. on for a few minutes it's too good a crack lads. i can't i can't get off all right i'm gonna mute myself for a minute perfect and um, look ali
0: we as i said we could probably had this one down as this could go either way for us turns out now we've got three points early on the board we keep a point between them. I know the goal difference is is down to one behind it, but we keep the point ahead. That's probably the, the moral victory you take from all of this. Is you know as, as easy as the the match was for Pat's and if they cruise to victory. Great for them, but they're still only a point behind us, and the, you know they haven't really gained that much ground from it.
2: Yeah, like I mean, it's. They probably won't learn anything from tonight. I mean, Bose by the, from just going by Twitter and Bose were really, were porn out of course, scored a screamer, but I, I don't think they were really at the race at all tonight. But Pingu was right. Now I had this game down tonight for us as the vital match. Yeah, I still think it is. I think that to get over this hurdle tonight is massive. Yeah, but I mean, you know what, John, it's a title,
0: like the you know, road. You know, you start. You know, yeah. you, you were talking. We were one of the worst. And um, teams to go out on the road you know you're starting to get monkeys off backs things like this you go and you get another win on the road that's we've done the double uh, in Bali buffet this year not too many teams that have done that yeah yeah and um, you know and so you're bringing that as a moral victory back for ourselves like i said they probably just strolled around there with bows tonight yeah well,
2: and it's a it's a mental barrier that they've gotten over as well because like after last week's late defeat i mean Look, I know you've got a week in between games. You're nearly, one of the, they're nearly better off maybe playing Monday night rather than waiting another week. But it was because it, it was always that dodgy. We said here last week, you know, there's not a worse place to go than Finn Harps. There, there really isn't. I don't think there's a, there's a harder league match for anyone in the league than than Finn Harps when they are looking for something as well. Um, But Pingu is right. You know, like next week, John Russell, Sligo Rovers, like if, if he's there at the start of the season, who knows, you know, where they could be. They're an excellent football team. I personally think at Oriel Park after winning tonight, um, I think we'd be too much for them. The, yeah. the crack start if Pats can turn on rovers over, that's the real because yeah. like Pats are gonna this is their cup final coming up here. This is you know, still right for them now on that game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that on Friday night as well? Yeah. That's be, Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah, just a quick look at Pat's but, That's Friday night. Yeah, so yeah. that's like it,
0: Same. It,
2: what like we can only like it's cliche We can only concentrate on our result. The the, the worst thing that can happen is if Pats get get a, a run on rovers get some kind of result, and we don't we don't hit the ground run and It's like early early doors at or Oriole Park. But I I think I honestly think we have too much to them. I I no I don't think there'll be much in it. But I do think on the night with Oriole Park a packed Oriole Park, I, I do think we we can get a victory there Um, no, not a paste, but
0: so the, the way we were looking at it last week that. This you know, between this game and I suppose the Sligo game, we were thinking maybe four points for ourselves. Hmm. If the if the Sligo game now is is only a draw, we're, we're still where we thought we would be, and we're yeah. hoping that uh, Shamrock Rovers end up beating um, Pats, which would only give them three points. We'll have four points. We'll have a two-point gap going into you know them having to go away to Sligo, and, and and if they only get a draw there, then you know, and we were to pick up the three points, we were back to this, you know, four to yeah four to five point gap going into the last game of the season, which means we just can't be caught. Yeah, and that that's you know, you know just, we said we, we were allowed one slip up, but the slip up could only would still need to pick up a point minimum. Yeah, we thought that could have been tonight because potential banana skin, for and Finn harps to play for tonight considering they're in a relegation fight tough for us on the road because considering our record and we've only got the three points in a dogged win we dug hard i think in that first half and 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 really put it up to them there's a lot to gain from that isn't there There oh man tonight's like i i
2: like i would have happily took a draw tonight before the game started i said it here last week i know you know, I know people have texted and said, oh no, I think we'll go there. When I didn't honestly think we'd win at all. I, I was shocked when we were 2 up. I thought we'd absolutely hammer them then. after that. But tonight's massive. It's a massive win. I mean, like you don't really want to draw against Sligo next week, but we did say four points over the first two games. You'd be delighted. But I didn't expect us to win tonight, so I'd like to think we'd kick on now and get something. Um, but I, I do think after tonight, I think there'll just be a little bit more... Uh, that That kind of edginess will go on it. hopefully you're hoping to be a bit more relaxed because they'll come up against and not being disrespectful in halves they'll come up against a footballing team next week like john yeah. russell has them lads you know they can ping a ball about they can move a ball and so it'll be a different kettle of fish especially on our surface um and i i think i if i if i if i was to put a if i was to go from next week's match to the bose game I think yeah. I think we, I think ne- if we can overturn them next week, I think we could absolutely murder Bows the following week. You know, I think mm-hmm. we could absolutely give them a cricket score. Um, but look, I, I I think like you said, the draw could be very comfortable because you'd automatically assume that Shamrock Rovers will beat Pats. So a draw is absolutely fantastic for us. But I I think we I think we beat them I, I, after tonight's match. I, I think mm-hmm. we'll beat them. I think we'll beat Pat's or our um, Sligo Rovers next Friday. Especially if if it was away from home, it could be different. But at Oriel Park.
0: Yeah. Pingu, we, we, we were just we we're just saying that, you know, potentially there's there we have a small window where we can drop points in this next one, but we still we still have to go undefeated in these last four games. We were talking about this was potential, you know, banana skin coming up. Would it draw against LIGO at home? Would it be the end of
1: the world? I, I don't think I don't think so because it's hard to imagine Pats beating Rovers, you know. Um yeah. So I I don't think it's the end of the world, but I think it would just it would be great to it, w- it would be great for them to obviously to lose to, to Rovers next week. But I I think I think like again going back, my prediction in the group chat was that, that we were gonna we were gonna draw next week and then win at Bowes to kind of get us over the line. You know, I I I think Sligo. The, well it'll go in our favour against Sligo probably for me is there's no easy way to get from Sligo to Dundalk so that trip you know that drive was fucking horrible so um and and I would assume that they're going to just do it all in a day and that's not going to be a nice trip over like I used to hate it whenever we'd be going over to games over there
0: mm-hmm.
1: um on Friday afternoons or whatever you know so that's that's one thing to put into consideration but no I, I don't think it's the end of the world um you know, as long as, a, long as
0: Pat don't pick up anything in talent,
1: yeah, it's it's it. Look, it's in our hands now. At, at the end of the day, for the most part, if we can keep, if, if we can get a win next week and get a win against Bose, it's it's game over more or less. You know what I mean? Because I I don't see Pat's winning um, the next two. I, I don't see them winning both of the next two games that they have. You know, Um and I think everybody, every Dundalk podcast, as optimistic as they may be, after having a couple of days to think about what they're saying. Um, I think every Dundalk podcast would feel the same. We don't want it to go down to the Derry game, the last game of the season, sure. you know.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think about the, you know our tricky fixture is the last game of the season. Towards I think Pat's having theirs, you know, in the in the in the next um, fixture, it's probably just the wrong timing for them. The league won't be wrapped up for um for Shamrock Rovers at that stage, so the fact that they still need, and, you know, and and, and there's been, you know, the, the talk there during the week was obviously that their focus is on returning, retaining the title because they want to be back in Europe and trying to compete again next year. So Stephen Bradley really needs to go out his next two fixtures and get wins to justify um, performances in Europe uh, there recently for them. So they have a lot on that. You know, the home team is going to be expecting them to possibly wrap up a title and, and get it, you know, Get their five-point lead going into the last two fixtures for them. So you're you're hoping all that aligns that 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 Shamrock Rovers and dare I say this will do us a favor.
1: Yeah, no, look, I still think everything is in our fa- look like is in our favor at the minute. You know, as you say, I think we've probably gone today, even though the team that we were playing is, is down at the bottom of the league. Today was probably one of the tougher of the four games that we're going to have. You know, so yeah. we we've got a win there um, because. I think one of you said earlier nobody wants to actually go and play in body buffet. You know, again, it's a horrible place to even get to in the first place. Um, it's freezing when you're there, so no, nobody wants to go there and play. So, um, yeah, I, I just think that Pats have a tougher, they have a tougher two weeks than we do. Um, if we can get four points out of the next two games, I think it's we're wrapped up in Torridon. <laughs> it's hard to believe that going for Torrid is this exciting as well, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like it's we're used to last year last year was just like let's just wrap up the season let's not get yeah. relegated because that was the fair around this time last year and, I think- and that
2: was in that was in March
1: yeah <laughs> and then you know we've been going for league titles and everything and this is this is a different feeling but it's also there's a bit of excitement it, it reminds yeah. me a little bit of when we when we won the league in 2014 and do you remember we went on a run where we couldn't get a win until the last game of the season against Cork do you remember there was three or four games where yeah. we drew I think we went up to Bray and it was absolutely hammering it down and I think it was yeah. 1-1 or something like that and it just has that kind of feeling about it so I'm excited for the next two weeks you know but I'd love it to be a case that Pats have to go to Sligo to get a win on the Saturday you know I'd i love it to be like they can't lose that game um, against Sligo um, I think that would be that would be the ideal scenario or even that game against Sligo hopefully is irrelevant. relevant you know hopefully we've already got it sewn up at that point
0: Fingers crossed Pingu we better let you go
1: Yeah, I bid you adieu, gentlemen. I've I've caused enough trouble for tonight. Go on,
0: (laughs) talk to you. Thanks. No
1: No
0: problem. And just go for that. I see a comment in there with Jason Crawley just kind of saying that you know perhaps that last minute defeat by Pat's last year had been to kick up the arse to go and get this win tonight. Without that last minute win, would we have done this? Because we would have said, "Ah, the gap is enough." You know what you wouldn't have wanted first uh, of what could have happened is we we go take a seven point lead then we go and be laxadaisy going to bally buffet we end up getting defeated the gaps back down to four and our form like Pingos just mentioned that we just can't buy a win because you know we we don't have that drive in us we think we we have it wrapped up and you're limping across the line if if you don't get pipped towards this way i think we've got to kick up the arse early into these last four fixtures and then now it's like, well, we know if we slip up, Pats are going to be on us, so we can't afford to slip up. Could be something in that.
2: Yeah, like and we've had a few like you know n- kick up the arse during the season where we didn't really hit the ground running after. We didn't we didn't have any answer for it afterwards. But I think, yeah, he's right. I mean, we, we like I, I was really worried about tonight, as I said before, but that last minute, whatever been better at half time. You know, if the game was over, maybe 60 minutes in, but a last minute sucker punch is like we said it here last week. The podcast was, was like a wake. The first five or six minutes of the podcast yeah. last week was just you could just mute it and fast forward on Spotify. Um, but it was just, um, yeah, he's right that that kind of we don't want that to happen again. You know, we've got to hit the ground and we've got to show people what what, what, what we're about. Um, and, and there, I don't think there's a better place to do it than Bally Buffet. I mean, with, it, with the exception of going to Tala and turning over Rovers. I, I don't think there's any because it's such a tough play. We we just don't seem to hit the ground running there at all. A lot of clubs don't. Um, but yeah, it's definitely that's why I think we can we we'll, we'll win on Friday night. I think it'll carry on now. I mean, look, I think I said this earlier in the season when we when we had a bit of a run going. But I just mm. think it they've come too close now. I think you know it's in their hands. You seen saw it at the end of the game there tonight. Like going yeah. for it with the crowd, that whatever crowd that was there, and it was like it was, you know we, we think we'd you know. I Won something, won it, won a cup or something. But that it's a. They know how big tonight is and the yeah. big of a step up it is for next week. And I think I think Sligo coming to town and playing the way they do with Sutendog, Um you know. But
0: yeah, it, it, it is right. It should give it the injection and it should be. It's, Sligo exactly what they needed. Sligo obviously can't catch us now for fourth. Yeah, big, so that's unattainable for them. Is it, a, is it a thing where it's like we are going to have to look and assess where they are going forward for next year? You know, it, it, I'm just wondering, could it be something like that, that that comes here and and that might just go into the manager's mind um, for them, Russell, can think, well, I might mix it up. Could I play that player in a different position? Now, I know that also gives an opportunity possibly then to pass the following week, but I'm just thinking on the road might be a chance to... To, to make those changes towards at home he'd be probably thinking i'm I to have the fans on my back here if if i make if i look like i'm tinkering here they, they could be on me straight away
2: yeah and there's probably there's an argument for that there's probably two ways of looking at it. he has that pats connection as well going back you know he you know one of the best midfielders i think in the last probably 15 years to play in the league of ireland and very underrated um but he has that little pats connection so you couldn't go either way i mean Doc. I think they're looking at the table there. They're probably out a couple of points clear of, uh, for Bose as well. But I don't yeah, think Bose are going know. to pick up any points between now and the end of the season. Um, but yeah, it, it could be a thing. He does it. Know. Would, he, would he let his pack connect, and Pats connection kind of sway that a little bit? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if you know, is he in contract for next year, management wise? I don't know if he's just in the end of the season I'm or not. So there could not be sure. a lot riding on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they could do something like that. I don't know if they will. Maybe early doors, he might play as strong as one of them, kind of nitpick as he goes. Depending on it, depending on bus, we're giving them a hiding by half time.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> but I, I i fully expect them Doc, to really come out next week and you know get at them early. I mean, I, I just think it'll suit us the way it's like we'll play. I just think that you know, we have some really good footballers in that squad. You know, you know, I know we talk about Ryan every week, but there's some really good ball players. I mean, like Sam bone for instance he can go kind of a bit off the rails as a defender, but as an actual footballer, he's actually a very technically good footballer. And yeah. um, so players like that, and play, I know obviously Dickie Kelly's missing, who would frighten most left-backs in the league. And, but I just think, like even just for, just for example, we've got Davey Mack playing tonight. I don't think he'd play next week. I don't think he'd start the game next week. I think he'd go a little bit of a different route because of the opposition. Yeah. Um, but coming off the bench against a former team again, you know, it, it goes in our favour and, I, I just think we have too much of to them, but you could be right. He could, he could come in and say, "Look, at, it's it's kind of a hiding to nothing." But I just think that little Pat's that little Pat's badge in the background there—he played for a couple of years. Yeah, I just think he might just think I might try and
0: get one over here. You know, it depends if friendly he is with Tim Clancy course. Yeah, I I, I suppose you, the other thing then that plays through it depends how the fixtures go. So obviously, yeah. um, you know our t- toughest away fixture in particular, but our probably our toughest fixture is our dairy one at the end. The title might be past them at that stage. Yeah. They may have an FAI cup to look f- to look for. And we've we've seen it with Dundalk teams when there's been that little game where either a title's been racked up or we've been in and out, but there was a cup final to pay for it. We found it very hard to get up for that game in particular. Yeah. it has been a very last chance garage for for lads to have a shot at a final. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, it, it's one that could go either way, but I, I still, I'm not convinced that there's going to be a lot on it for Derry. Um, but in particular, what you wouldn't want for us is to have everything right on that one. Yeah, you know that, that, that,
2: that like the, the nightmare scenario is we go out next week and we maybe draw and Pat's beat Rovers, you know, that's really a nightmare for everybody. Yeah. And it's for Derry as well, because like you say, if, if the chance of a cup final, you know, depending on how it goes, if it's all over, do they risk it? Do they risk injuries? I know people want to play into the cup final, playing played up part. I'd say Derry have a settled enough squad now. He probably knows who would play in a cup final bar and any injuries, but you know, do you, do you risk players the week before? If not, if you've nothing else, I don't... Look, there's always a little bit of bite now between Derry and Dundalk over the last, because of transfers over the last season what happened with that player in the summer. Would. I, I don't see them risking too many, but then again, with the squad they have you know, they are, like I expected them, like if anybody listened to the early podcast, I didn't expect Rovers to be in the title race at all. They've come, like I've they've shocked me completely. I thought Derry would actually run away with it. But I think that it, it all depends on the next, it actually all depends probably on next week. It really depends on what Pats can do at Rovers. If they happen to get something there, it'll change the way Higgins thinks. Um Yeah. But with the cup final, with right. the cup final coming up, and we're just assuming they're going to go to a cup final here. but. Yeah. If they do, I don't see him risking unless there's something right in the league. I don't see him risking all the squad. Um, so you might not see the obvious ones, but I think you'll definitely see Conley because he'll insist on playing. Um, so you know you
0: you, you got to get at him. So does does next week now ends up being the real pivotal one on on how everything will go, how the title's going to go, and how European football's going to go? Yeah, like like. Like as big as this week
2: is, the fact that we've won now, it, it, even if it was a draw next week, you could say right, okay. But the fact that we've won now, I think next next week's game, although I think we'd we'll win, it's massive, and I I I I'd love to be like it's, it's a pity the Tala game's not on the night after, so you could watch it on the box while you you know after watching the dark match, um, no box in the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just think it, because of the run in now, I just think next week could be pivotal. Yeah, re- it really could be, and it's look. The lads have to go out and try and win the game, like get a result minimum. But you know you want to try and win. You can't worry about what's going on down the road. Yeah, it's unlikely, you know, on paper that Pats get anything. But I mean, if they're ever going to turn up for the books and really overrun a, a, a much better team, they'll need to do it next Friday night because I think that's their game of the season. they yeah, they're obviously they're expecting us to get something out of most of the matches that we've coming up. So that's really there. If they can get something there, that's a bonus because they have probably counted it as a non, you know, a non. Uh, a non-entity when it comes to points. Yeah. So if they can get something out of it,
0: it's a massive bonus. Like a draw for them would feel like a win on the night. I suppose just to wrap up the match tonight, and Gally, from your own point of view, who would you put down as as man of the match? I think we'll just pick a, a random comment tonight for all.
2: Uh, I I, I have two for me. Like look, Ryan, Ryan's done really well. I think And I, I thought Andy Boyle did a really solid game. Really, really kind of, like. I don't want to sound really cliche, but he, he he turned back the time that I thought he was excellent. But as Pingu mentioned earlier in the shot, I thought Lewis McCarry was yeah had a fantastic game. Nobody really had a, a poor match. No, um, you know it's a long time since we even mentioned Nathan Shepard, But he has nothing really to do in all the games we've done over the last couple of weeks. And all the you know the goals he he hasn't actually had a lot to do in matches. So he doesn't really come into he doesn't really come into it at the minute. Yeah, um, but for me, if I if I'm punting for someone. Because he's been out for a while, he's come back and he scored. I, I go for McCarry tonight, it, and it's it would have been probably the first night I've, I've gone for Andy Boyle, but I just mm-hmm. think with the goal tonight coming back in, yeah, I think McCarry for me tonight would be
0: the one. Yeah, it's it's funny. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too far off, um yourself as well. I I thought i mentioned earlier on probably Andy Boyle's best game in a long time yeah. for us. As well, yeah. I just very solid, very commanding. Actually, thought and. Um, Alfie Lewis had a really, really good game too. He was unlucky. He didn't want to hit the post um, early in the first half. He, you know, he he just seemed to be turning into space this time before this. I always thought he kept turning into danger or, you know, he, he was never on the front foot. but he, he was actually the type of player we needed, especially, you know, when, when you miss a player like Greg Sloggett, you need someone yeah. to step up. And I felt tonight he really stepped up into that once again is it because sam bone was playing in that holding midfielder role in behind him so he knew he was more comfortable going forward with the ball i don't know it seemed that way in particular and the the formation was allowing him just that extra space to get on the ball and and really go at it and 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 i think um I, i think that was the way that was the way to go and so you know, Alfie Lewis was there. If he, he probably hadn't got a goal tonight in particular, or or had set up one of the goals, I would have said he was probably the outstanding. hand it? So on the basis of that, I'd probably go with you then um, and say Lewis Macari for you know not being in, in the squad, been playing out of yeah not 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 one of his natural positions, but he was out of position that we've seen him um, play this year in this team. Yeah. when you mentioned Alfie Lewis, you know, he didn't come in with the right attitude, which is the thing that really impressed me tonight.
2: Yeah, like I know there's a comment there for Alfie, and that we said we talked about Alfie last week, I think a couple of weeks ago. Technically gifted, he's excellent, but he needs yeah. that kind of midfielder so that that bone effect tonight and slog up when he's there, or he needs that kind of break up and Benson when he comes in to kind of let him run loose so not a free roll, but to let him kind of command midfield, get the ball and moving, and, you know, make things happen. And like, I think he's a fantastic signing for us, I think he's he's an excellent, but he probably went unnoticed a little bit tonight, yeah. Um, but yeah, a top talent to have in the ranks really, really is
0: um, probably a shout for Davy McMillan as well. Just you yeah. know, being so industrious and being involved in that in, in the second goal and leading the line like he did, and he you know harassed and stuff like that. I think it's a top. It's it's one of them when we seem to put in a performance, you could probably and we're pro- we're probably actually talking right through the spine of the team here. We're talking two centre yeah. backs, talking central midfielder, we're talking a man up top here, right through the centre of our team was so so strong tonight yeah and yeah. That, and we and haven't had that, a lot of times when we, we play well though isn't it
2: yeah and we and we talked about it earlier in the season with the with yeah. the the ex center half pair and now that we used to have and that spine was always rigid it was always you know barring any injuries we always had that you know with, with paul doyle was there as well and you dickie kelly on the right is out injured at the minute but and then you've obviously pad up front and we've kind of been a bit disjointed over the last couple of weeks but tonight was kind of i was probably a surprise like when we've seen the team we thought maybe three at the back. We didn't really know what way it was going to go. But, you know, and McCary on paper is a centre-half. know, he probably doesn't look the size to build for but he is a centre-half. And, yeah, look, I just thought he was excellent. Whether or not he plays there, you know, next week against Sligo, it, it all depends who the opposition is, who it suits. But there, there'd be no... It, it means you get to squeeze him and Mountney into the same team instead of putting McCarry in at yeah. left-back. Um, you get to put the two of them on the scene. So you have that marauder and full-back and John Mountney and a solid player in McCarry and. You know it's not a perfect combination
0: but it's, it's definitely an option going forward yeah um well look i i, I think i think um we, we'll all kind of um agree on that then that you know lewis mccarry for a man of the match so i said that we'll probably just pick a a, a random comment and um, then tonight so um coming in from the youtube page it seems tonight and um, so um, Sean Newbury, congratulations! You're the winner of our Tony's Pizzeria 15-inch pizza on ourselves. And um, just going, oh, it's from the podcast here, and you have yourself a free pizza. Scally always says, "Throw something else nice in there. Get some chips. We die a cocktail. We <laughs> <laughs> oh, sauce. Starving." And uh, and and thanks to Tony's Pizzeria for the continued sponsorship on this podcast, Gally, Something there's probably with results and frustration perhaps over the last few things that we've we completely forgot to um, address and 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 something we've all filled in. we, I know we were talking about ourselves and um, was the survey obviously sent out by the club over the past few weeks. And um, we were wondering what sort of interaction, you know, um, Martin Connolly at the press box and um, show hinted that this survey was going to come out, that they were trying to, get feedback from supporters and so then it comes out and um, you know it's probably multi-layered multi-faceted nice to see a little mention for old podcast in there and um, from from, from which point of view what did you make of it what's your takeaways i suppose from from the survey and what do you think about the club even engaging like that what's i suppose it's
2: um good thing. i think i think it's great i think it's a, it's a great way of engaging people i think it's um it, it, especially for new owners coming in I know Martin Connolly and Andy's obviously been there before but the likes of Stats coming in and Sean Connor and Alan Clark and um, even the new manager you know even you know, even the new setup on the, on the, on the touchline and on the range managers all that we've got lady girls football now as well so everybody's got to gauge what they are and what, what people are thinking and it kind of read to me like in the back of their mind they kind of have plans and they're trying to see right let's see what you know how we can kind of not, not kind of. Inf- I don't. I don't know what the, word, the best word is used But let's see if we can even kind of fuse it with the fans' ideas. See what they gauge. Like if you had it went for a simple question and answering, because you had the 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 multi options. Yeah, you know that really opened up the survey for everybody. And it's not like you only got like two or three basic options. You got plenty of options, and they covered all bases. I thought it was excellent. Like you know, some of the questions, in particular about you know stadium or match, you know hospitality. you know because it's funny because we had people on last year talking about you know they wanted to bring up the match hospitality and then the hospitality that was there last year's now gone so yeah. it's, it's interesting to see what people actually you know we've now had foresight or hindsight on both kind of sides of it so it's interesting that people will now have an actual opinion on everything yeah um yeah i you know you got to air your grievances you got to elaborate on any comments i mean you can't really ask for much more they can't you know for years we've been talking about engaging the communities you know getting into the community and stuff and you know with the internet now that's it's the best way to do it and you know the fact that i'd be interested to know how many people listed the podcast i'd like to get the results on that one but um yeah look it's it's i think it's fantastic i i, I don't know if, whether you do a yearly one i don't think so i think maybe probably every second told you or maybe as, as as things progress but I, I i thought it was excellent i think it was a bit slow coming out but i think yeah i mean it, they've had the whole season to look at it as well fans of the whole season to take it all in yeah um yeah. i thought, I thought <laughs> it's a great idea i thought it was excellent yeah
0: like I suppose in the recent few weeks there, we've seen, you know, the new scoreboard back um, and yeah. like a new one operational now, which, you know, is potentially shows replays of of goals and stuff from LOI TV across it, you know, interactive graphics far better than the older scoreboard. that used to be there. So we've seen, I suppose, the owners are willing to invest. The next thing is where, where, or what does that investment look like? Yeah. Um, because the, I suppose the question was in there, do you want to go to a Greenfield site? Would you prefer to see Oriole Park um, upgraded, I suppose, yeah. which which would be what I would always want. I want to stay in yeah. Oriole Park because you, I, I, I always think as great as, you know, Longford Town's ground and stuff like that is, it's just so far out of the town that you, you lose that bit of connection, you know, away yeah. from just jump on the train, walk straight to Oriole Park straight after, you know, it's, it, 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 we've seen our supporters do walks from, you know, the town centre right the way to Oriel Park. You, you you go outside the town, you lose all of that. They get a lovely flash new stadium, but you, you lose everything else. Yeah. I don't want to see it. Also this week now we've seen, you know, Peter Fitzpatrick has just pulled one of the absolute strokes that ever there was. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely didn't make it me leave. Massive 14 million gap to be plugged there and and has found a, a loophole in you know people who are willing to pay for visas to become to ireland will all pay you know i think it's like 30 uh 36 people or something like that will all yeah. pay four to six hundred thousand each to um as a donation for this i mean there's your that's how you do this it's it's you also you also bring in people now who will have invested interest in the club as well going forward so your potential fans coming on yeah board.
2: and your and then your sponsorship revenue and your you know your you know you're you're your spreading like everybody knows ga but you're, you're you're opening ga up to the masses then you know that you're you're kind of opening up the different i mean maybe a virus heritage but different different areas different areas of the world and it's a it's it's it read like it was just mental but it's, it's a masterstroke i mean it's something that I think I think somebody had mentioned that somewhere in they'd done the same a club in Me- I'm not really sure I can't really remember the full details of it but really? I thought when I seen the headline I think it was Dan o- I think I actually read Dan O'Donnell's first study. but mm-hmm. it was it, it sounded crazy I said this can't this probably won't work you know there's no way he'll get away with this but when you read it it's such a a straightforward idea it's such a, a simple it's a simple tactic to use and a loophole to, to get this done in over overline 14 and a half whatever it is, million it's it sounds crazy it sounds like a lot of work it sounds like he's done this trojan work since he's gone in yeah but i mean they're going to get their stadium in it's going to be an absolutely fantastic facility from the sounds of it. um yeah i mean like if he could get up to orion and talk to the lads and see how he gets on or what the stories know whether we need that kind of one i don't know but yeah it's a, it's, it's it's genius i mean like and it's you and it's unique it's it's fantastic for logie Like, I'm not a, don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna hold my hands and say my massive logie is support. I'm not, but I mean it puts logie back on the map for the way they're doing it. Everybody's talking about it. And I mean it's 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 it, it really it really could be an absolute master. I could and it could be it could start that ball rolling on other people doing it as well. It could be the first of many. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, no better, man, to sort it out as well. I mean, it's just it's it's crazy it's crazy to do it like they have 30 i think it's 38 or 39 investors But yeah. i mean so what's like give them five seats each what's you know what about a, <laughs> it's just it's just so clever it's, it's 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 a way of cutting out all that mess and in the middle looking for stuff and it's it right. get let's get this done the money's there into the bank let's get rolling on it
0: I, I, underlining all of that i always felt though that you know, whether the money was found by one of the sporting organization bodies, um, as in Sports Ireland or yeah. um, the GA, underpinning all of that was the fact that the people of Loud rolled in behind two housing drawers and they raised, what, was it one and a half million or something like, something that. like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the ground and got everything. Very similar, I suppose, to to Finn Harps and, and, and on their new ground. I think when the supporters and the um, club organisation rolls in and has done X amount of work for for that to have just been wasted would have a horrible um, knock-on effect to to the sporting funding bodies. And I felt that that was always the ace in the park in, in the pocket that that Fitzgerald had. It was like, well, have we done all this for nothing? You told us we were going to do this. Yeah. Why right. hasn't? and um, you know loud county council come up with money why hasn't the ga come up with money why hasn't the sports council come up? we've done our bit yeah unfortunately when it comes to real park we've haven't really as as um, fans we haven't put our hands in our pocket and said you know we, we did talk before about um potential fundraising um opportunities for the club when we talked about sliger rovers with their wall with plaques on it and they were easily raising you know and um, in profit i think it was it was something around like eighty thousand at a time i mean you you would have thought if there was an opportunity to do something we talked about plaques maybe along the walkway on the way into oriel park everyone could have a day a mural we could do something and um, there was loads of opportunity uh, even when we when they were redoing the the puddle in in the town end you know when we when they were putting the cement down could we not have put some sort of bricks down or something um, on the ground and everyone could have put their name on it would have raised money if if we had gone as supporters and, and had a substantial amount of money, and I'm talking, you're probably talking about, you know, a six figure sum here, probably a hundred thousand or more, and said, go draw plans for something maybe in the town end, or we're improving facilities, toilet facilities, or, you know, putting a putting a roof over and um, you know one of the one of the sides of the main stand or something like that. I feel that if you've gone and you've done that it puts pressure back on these governing bodies to say, well, they've done something. We can't do nothing. You know, Fitzgerald found a fantastic loophole. But once again, he already has that land secured, plans drawn up, you know, partial of of the funding secured to get that ball rolling. It was just would have been a waste of everyone's time if something didn't happen on that towards at the moment. That's what I'd like to see out of this survey is, okay, everybody wants... A greenfield site or everyone wants Oriole park to be redeveloped let's start making and um, plans to fund to get plans drawn up for a for a new and um, redevelopment of Oriole park or a new stand in one of the areas this is what's going to cost but we need a contribution from the fans of x amount and you would say someone like hopefully the the 1903 can roll in behind as one of the you know the biggest and um, supporters groups within the club really need to kick in then i believe and kind of say right this is Right, let's start doing this this is a 50 50 euro contribution but you're going to have a piece of of um, dundalk fc history be part of it now rolling where it when, when and where you can yeah and and I guess- we're we're hold, hold, holding over a big check saying here's the money that we've put into this you know you're expecting to see i'm just saying davy max the bloody architect who's who's on <laughs> payroll like let's get something drawn up for, for one of these areas and let's start you know, can we can we break the ground? And I think that that's the real key ground. Fitzer went and and cleared the ground, broke it with there, got the photo opportunities with everybody to say this is what we're going to do. There's no really rolling back from that.
2: Yeah, exactly. You got yeah, yeah. But that the pressure has gone that high that there's no hiding spot there. And it, the, the, the 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 elephant in the room with Oriel Park it goes back to the ownership and all that kind of crack. But I mean. I don't think that's a massive problem. I mean, like you know, you can rent the facility; you can do it up and rent the facility. It's, it's, it, it's ideally nobody wants to leave it, so it's
0: because not. Owners are paying for parts of the money, and the rest is coming not from the owners. What yeah. difference does it make? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's like out of pocket, and they're potentially going to have a raise revenue because I think I was listening; I, it, it could have been the press box, but we probably have a ceiling now on our attendance, which is about probably two to two and a half thousand. There was five thousand in in Shakor tonight. Yeah, great. Do you know, like, this is the difference. We're missing out on potential double our revenue, match day revenue. So, as a club going forward, if we're to attract new fans in, we need an increase in attendance. We're not going to get that in the current state that that is Oriel Park. yeah And for all our dominance and everything in um, European and um, domestic adventures over the past while, we've opened the show for that. Any new fans we've gained, we could have lost. They could come in, and come out. Now, you know, if if we were potentially winning an opportunity for winning a league next year, you could have more fans back in. But what's going to hold them there has to be good facilities. It has to be adequate um, terrace or seating um, opportunities. You know, more revenue opportunities for the for the um, the club with with regards merchandise, with regards shops and uh, beverages, things like this all of that needs to be increased and the only way we do that is investment now and i think yeah. this is this is one of these sliding door moments it is exactly yeah I, I, but where are we going to get the money from because now we've got to think outside the box because now like ga talk outside the box and they've got their
1: money
2: yeah and you're hoping like you you'd mentioned there you're hoping this solve survey- has been put out there as kind of like a feeler, you know, kind of like, right. Let's see, let's see what we're dealing with. Let's see what people are looking for. I mean, if you think, if you just think of the land around Orion park, we we spoke about this in the podcast last year as well. You know, you've, you've the the grammar pitch. I don't know who owns it. It's still the grammar pitch that they train on. You've got Mm -hmm. Eamon Haney park at the back and you've got the field to the left of it. Now that's, I far as I know it's up for sale. So like, I mean, I don't know what that cost. I don't know what the price is. I, I, I don't know. But is there something there you could say, right, let's redevelop Did the whole space? Sorry? Did the Grammar not buy that? I, I don't know. The, the one to the left behind the garage, is that
0: yeah. now for sale? The old football pitch used, used to the be in there. Behind the park. That's how, it, the, the, the Grammar definitely bought a plot of land in and around Oriel Park. Yeah, like even that in and itself is madness. We developed that. Yeah. Now, here's a potential opportunity let's roll in with the grammar yeah and and let's increase and then the grammar get use of exactly yeah yeah it's so simple Mark isn't going to be used all the time yeah is there a potential is there a potential way to share some of the 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 costs between private school funding
2: yeah it's it's like it, it can't be that complicated to come up with something like this i mean it saves all... Like, why move? To, like you say why move to a greenfield site? Why move out of the way where the infrastructure's not there or all you have access to? Like, I know there's talk out to the racetrack, but, you know, yeah, you've got the M1 motorway, but like you say the boys can't come off the train. Yep. You know, you, 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 will you get a bus service out there? Will you get, like, you know, are taxis going to drive out there to take people in from town on a wet night? I don't think so. Yeah, it's just, it's it's far out. You know, people don't walk to the dog track for the dogs, you know, and, and there's a path the whole way there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to go into town for a pint and right we'll walk out to the dog you know the infrastructure isn't there and you've got that land potential around and that's what I'm saying I'm hoping it, it read to me it read like and maybe I'm reading too much into it but to me it read like right let's let's get a specific set of questions together we need to this is what we're thinking these are the answers we need these are the questions we need answering too let's see what fans are thinking and let's feed off it you're hoping it doesn't just fall away the way I at. it's great we've got loads of people answering these questions I do think there's something in it. Um, I just felt it was going that way they were with the infrastructure would you prefer a site would you prefer to do up this blah, blah 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 you're hoping now and you're there like we brought up fitzer as well you're hoping that could be a potential right we have to get going here you know we've been talking about a new stadium for a long time loud of only been talking about a new stadium you know do we only put the crux of this in when fitzer got the gig really i mean i know it was the plan I was in before but i mean th- he's really steamrolled this and got this up and like you say these photo opportunities this absolutely torturing people it, it gets it got him somewhere and it got it's got him to this level and maybe he needs to come in and have a, a discussion i don't know like not 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 to back it but come in and show right this is how we done it you know Obviously. let's let, let's get into no better man at the minute yeah. like we mentioned finn harp set up last year or a, a guy in the radio i can't remember his name there but how they were going to give the, the finn harp mm. stadium to the Donegal's, Donegal dunnygall uh, league yeah I mean. and the women and the women set up Finn Harps having under 17 team coming in for next year, or so it's going to be like a you know municipal stadium, it's going to have everything in it. Yeah. Fantastic, and that's you know, when we're, when we're playing behind, when we're, when we're behind that kind of club, and that's not being disrespectful, you know, we're, we're, we're miles behind at the minute, so far behind, and we shouldn't be because of it. You know, we've with European money over the years went wherever, but we've had that status. Like we were full show when we got the European run a couple of years, we were going to have a Stephen Kenny stand. You know that this—that's the level we were talking about. We're going to say, "Well, this is this is be this will be fine. This is going to be great." But yeah. like nothing's come of it. No. Um, and it's it's it'd be so like you say it'd be such a waste to not to not take advantage of kind of this new ownership. And I, I genuinely think that's what they've been after. I genuinely think this is why this has come out. And I'm yeah. hoping that that it might start the ball rolling on something. You know, you might hear some news maybe later next year, or there might be some plans in the pipeline and stuff like that. And I think the fact that it's the local ownership back there, I think it's. I think it's the payoff of time to get get something like this going i think the survey was well timed it's at the coming at the end of the season couple of games to go get the buzz talking
0: over pre-season and yeah i, I thought it was great yeah just i just think you know as fans it's just something you don't want to be I, I i don't think we should be waiting for for everything to happen i think we should have been right now i believe we should be doing some sort of fundraising all the time for the improvement of Oriel Park or the improvement of, of um, facilities. And that's all that money is ever ring fenced for. And we should be topping that up all the time. So, when it came yeah. to this, what do we do next? Well, we have a pot of money. Let's let's make this start happening here, you know, and then let the owners make a, an equal contribution or whatever to the fans are willing to do. And then yeah. us the rest has to be sporting organizations or funding and um, government funding or whatever. And thereafter, look, it's, it's probably something, Gally, we probably haven't given. The, the, the full amount of time to, and, and perhaps on the next show, depending on the result. But yeah, when we beat when we beat them next week, when we beat Sligo next week. We will talk about it again. Exactly. I think um, you know the rest of us. I'm sure would we, we, would like to have an opinion on it too. Um I think otherwise we're we're, we're pretty good. We'll we'll start wrapping up um, where we are tonight. I think, um, as I said, looking at, at at everything, I should be able to just print very quickly just bring up the table here yeah there we have our um so table as as is obviously rovers still on top haven't played yet they don't play till um sunday in head in the game park and um, Derry and um, still five points behind them but obviously and um, both of them still have to play a game then ourselves holding on to third on 59 points and a goal better off than pats and um, in four place on 58 points and then it's a pretty sizable gap now i suppose back into fifth to Sligo rovers and the only things that's probably changed tonight obviously and um, finn harps have now played a game more than ucd yeah. but are on equal points that's pretty much where they are and, and yeah and
2: that's the what that's the whole that's what your Sligo or that far behind your your thoughts of them maybe playing a week you, you just never know you just it just depends on what russell wants to be at but yeah look
0: I think we'll beat the value of the grant. We'll wait and see. Um, thanks, as we mentioned earlier on, to Tony's Pizzeria for our pizza giveaway. Thank you to Player Fit. And I just put a notice on the screen there that the podcast shop is now reopening again till the end of till the end of the series. Uh, these tops that both of us are wearing tonight, hoodies and beanie hats and that are available in multiple sizes on the website as well. So if you want to pick up any of the merchandise on that, it's back available till the end of the season. Um, so please feel free to support the podcast in that way if you can. As always, thank you to Dundalk Village for the overall sponsorship um, of the podcast and the continued sponsorship for the full season as well. That's been great from Donald Green. Thank you, Gally. Thank you, uh, Pingu. Thank earlier off um, for everyone. Up. I don't know how we how will the hell we end. I didn't even think about <laughs> this podcast until two seconds ago. Um, we could
2: we could probably go with something if, if, because it's 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 on the line now. third spot against Pat's. We could we could probably go back to our our roots and maybe we could have something like no if there's no Pat's, we'll party.